This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And welcome to the Agent J Daily, some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. We were live from uh, Cheltenham Racecourse this afternoon. It was day one of the festival with uh, Paddy Power in the Paddy Power Suite. Yeah, one yeah. of us is cashed up. Yeah, one's doing very well. One's buying the drinks tonight. The other one is uh, pleading poverty. I've not had a sniff. It's not, not like a, you, really. Not a, it is. is no, it? Normally, I, I, I don't have much joy, but I, I, I enjoy it. It's just... You know, it's just a bit of fun. Oh, it's just a bit of fun. Don't bet much money. Uh, It's a bit of sport, as they say. (laughs) And uh, so, who did we? What are we going to put in the podcast today? uh, We set the scene uh, to start with, and then Paddy came in and he set the scene from his point of view, which was great. Quite a lot of scene setting so far. Well, that's right. I like a scene setter. Yeah. And Mr. Parry didn't set any scenes, but he did. He didn't set. He knocked (laughs) quite a lot of scenery down. (laughs) Mike Parry, as he left, let's let you in on a secret. He did. They've got a lucky losers board down. Somehow, Mike sort of. Get cannoned into it and send it all flying, including pot parts. Oh, the oh, humanity! Oh, we have God. photographic evidence. Yeah, put that on Twitter, John. That's fantastic. Just basically smashing the place up, is Mr. Parry. He was. Uh, Paul Whitehouse popped in the studio in London to talk to us uh, about uh, Only Fools and Horses. That's yeah, good to hear from him. A bit him. of football with him. Ch- Charlie Baker, of course, from the warm up, and yeah. uh, sat in for me recently. Yeah, he came along as well, so he was on good form. He was. I think that's about it, really. Yeah, we'll bring you that. Okay, well, here's the flavour of this afternoon, day one at Cheltenham on tour. We can now place a bet here in the suite. Mm. So I haven't got to go running out to the tote and everything. I get better odds from you anyway. And it's really convenient for me to lose my money. There you go. We're going to pay for this somehow, Andy. That's what he's here for. That's right. But what used to happen, Paddy, is that people thought that we were the bookies. Oh, yeah. So people would often come up with a big roll of 50s and yeah. say, uh, and were you ever tempted just to just have a go? It was, like, you know. Occasionally, if, they, yeah. if you and Ruby had gone through the card and, and it, it sounded like it didn't have a prayer, there was a moment where you thought, you know what? We're never going to have to pay. But it's high risk, that. Yeah, yeah. We're not, high book, risk strategy, we're not yeah. bookmakers. No, it we? depends what your man <laughs> looks like. It's a big, huge, <laughs> old lad. Yeah. yeah, you never quite know about their connections. It, it is, um, it, there is a slightly different feel about the meeting this yeah. year because of the prevailing circumstances. And you were saying yesterday, I mean, your dear old dad, yeah. wonderful man, he's here. But your mum's decided not to come. Yeah, mum decided not to travel. And uh, a couple of their friends didn't as well. And for, for a moment, it was more just... 
Probably not worth the risk, you know what I mean? Yeah, so um, no, no. so she's, uh, she's happy now. And she would have been freaked out when she's over here, so she's better off to have done that. I, there's, I presume there's going to be a good few people. I mean, there's mass, a few empty seats in here, yeah. but most, most people have turned up. Oh, uh, have, you lost, have, have any people had to pull out from your point of view? Well, there's a few. I've had a couple of people have changed. I've, I've called up in the last few days, and they're good enough to tell us, so we have to, to refill yeah. the seats or whatever. But uh, but generally, most people are here, I think. So it's yeah, but it's it's the conversation having literally every person to bump into oh, today. Yeah. 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 Well, if it, was, if, if it was next week, it wouldn't be on. I'm here like, why is it on then? Well, <laughs> I mean, there's, there's a few whispers at the moment, just yeah. talking to people in the racing world, that they think we're right on the cusp here with Cheltenham. They're very worried about the national meeting. Yeah, things yeah. continue it's got to, as got to be But the thing is, like we all talk about, it's natural that we speculate about it, but none of us have a rashers really. No, we haven't got a clue. You're absolutely <laughs> right. And uh, the, we, the, we noticed there were some hand sanitizers on the way in there. Yeah, all I was very place. impressed. Just oh, as we yeah. came in, just before the boxes, and there was a whole row of hand sanitizers. Yeah. So immediately on wheels. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I immediately went to them, and uh, one of the security staff said, yeah, don't bother, there's no soap, there's no uh, hand gel in them yet. <laughs> that was 11 o'clock. Re really useful. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Tell them hasn't run out of Guinness yet, but yeah. it's run out of hand sanitizers. <laughs> yeah. And we were very grateful to you, because uh, Admiral Wristbands, as we call him, was on the door. Yeah. Oh, you're mad. He never yeah, lets yeah, yeah. us in. And you were stopped. That's yeah, but thank goodness we, we, you were there. So he's we got quite in. officious. He asks us yeah. every year, gentlemen, do you, do you have your wristbands? I, I know. Say, well, we don't need them, we're broke. Well, I, mean, I, think, I think you do. I think it's quite velvet gloves I think you do need uh, your wrist it's quite menacing in his own way. <laughs> yes. but it's funny because a lot in Cheltenham I think it's like and this, I, I'm trying to say this in a way that's not in any way insulting but a lot of the security guards it's, and the, of the hospitality are a lot of them are older and like maybe ex-army I think so you see, yeah. I see yeah. them in there with medals on their chest and everything but older men like I mean you wouldn't be messing with them but they're pretty old like I mean yeah. doing that kind of way I'm I know sure you want to put the shoulder down and have a go I, I did, yeah. well having said that I'd just love to see Andy wrestled the ground by a D-Day veteran it'd be amazing wouldn't it fantastic yeah, yeah. Don't do me. Anyway, uh, let's speak to a former military oh, yes. man now. Oh, very much. He, oh, he fit right in sorry, with security Rupert. Oh, staff. My goodness. Rupert Bell uh, joins us now. Good afternoon, Rupert. Good afternoon. Stand to attention, boys. Um, yes. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> about that. Yeah. <laughs> we saw you on the... Such a long time. We saw you on uh, one of the screens as we walked yeah. around the course. And you're still wearing that terrible yellow jacket. Oh, come on. Uh, he looks fantastic. Isn't no, he? it is a recycled jacket with 20 washed cups um, adorned about my person. I'm proudly sporting the Magnus Cheltenham uh, jacket. So yes, support, Most importantly, it was free. <laughs> yeah, of course. It's, Paddy, it's a free Paddy, Paddy, you know me too well. I love, a, I love a bit of swag, and I'm happy to look an idiot while wearing it. But anyway... Now, We've got a couple of minutes, gentlemen, to yep. talk about the, the first oh, race. race we, yeah. we want to make sure we're well in time for the Cheltenham Raw for the first oh, yeah. race. So, um, 1.30, Supreme Novices Hurdle, Paddy. Um, it's a few horses that were really fancied, like Shishkin, old mate Andy Smart was sweet on that, said it was his nap. We heard you and Ruby saying, not sure. Um, was that the conditions? I think it's, I just seen him, seen him getting jocked up there. It is kind of the conditions because the ground has softened up a little bit. No, and, and soft uh, in heavy places, they're yeah. now calling it. And Shiftskin is a drifter in the market. He's gone up, well, I say that, went to 7 to 1. Now that some people are going back from 13 to 2, it's, it's Willie Mullins' horse, Asterian Falange, who is the 3 to 1 favourite. And the Irish, in fact, are dominating with the top two. Abacadabras is a 7 to 2 chance. But, and then it, it looks, the betting would suggest it's a five-horse race. I, I don't know whether you agree with... with uh, what, what about Fiddler on the Roof? I, I say that yeah, because I'm on love, it. A lot of love for that one, Paddy, yes. when you guys were chatting. Yeah, I like Fiddler on the Roof. I just I think the uh, the Irish novices, the novice herders mightn't be oh, quite as good yeah. as the English ones. But uh, I think yeah, I think Fiddler on the Roof is, uh, is one of the massive chances of about five to one, yeah. yeah Fantastic. Uh, sorry, Rupert, just very quickly, finally. 
Uh, well, as what I was saying, Joe Tizard thinks they've got a fantastic group of novice hurdlers and Fiddler on the Roof is right in that category. So the confidence is definitely uh, emanating from the yard uh, that they believe they've got a big chance. Five to one chance. Brilliant. Thank you, Rupert. We look forward to it. Five minutes' time, we'll have live commentary of the I first just, Can race. I just say as well yeah, that actually, can. because whatever myself and Rupert think is kind of irrelevant, Ruby Walsh was in here earlier and he actually tipped up Elixir Danny at 16 to 1. 16 so to 1. A little bit of each Keep way. Still that, time yeah. then. You've got five oh, minutes to, there, to get on that, says uh, Ruby. Thank you, Paddy. We're gonna You're going to be sitting alongside... Uh, so I'm going to sit here. I'm going to commentate with you, with Rupert. I'm going to help yeah. him out. We're going to pretend I'm going to help him out. And then when he runs out of breath, I will say nothing. <laughs> and then um, yeah. and then, and I'm gonna, and hopefully he's, he's invited me to down to his commentary position. Lovely. Grace. I'm very excited about Brilliant. that. Brilliant. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. <laughs> it's Mike, Mr. Mike Parry, of course. Mike, lovely to see you. Well, listen, guys, it's lovely to be here. It really is. What, what, a, what a fabulous day in the calendar. What a fabulous day oh, in yeah. sport. You know, the first day of Cheltenham, OK? And it never fails to excite, does it? And the other amazing thing is, as usual, you know, I came down from Stockbroker Belt, Surrey, today, and I thought, you only need a coat. It's so mild and all that. You get down here, and there's a microcosm kind of climate, isn't mm. there? Mm. In this amphitheatre, which, which yeah. is the Cheltenham <laughs> race course, which just freezes your your um, tip, you know, the tips of your nails off. I wonder what yeah. you're going to say there. Exactly. But anyway, listen, fellas, let me tell you this. I'm smarter than the average bear, and uh, I've got the third horse on the race that's just gone, Chantry House. Lovely. Andy has very kindly pointed out that was at 7-2. to two, Yeah. A tenner each way. Should get yeah. my money back. 15-2. 15-2. Uh, to two. Uh, 15 to two, yes. Thank you. It was 7-1 to one almost, one, yeah. yeah. So I should get a, a bit of money back there. I was going to go on Abba Kadabra. Yeah. And I thought there's something about that name, like Abracadabra, but it's called Abacadabra. So I right. spotted that because yeah. I'm smarter than the average bear. <laughs> yeah, and then, of course, I went to the race card and I saw that it had a red shirt. Oh, right. I cannot bet on any horse whose jockey is riding in red silks Fair for enough, obvious yeah, As an Evertonian, yeah. yeah, Evertonian. Course, yeah. However, when the horses came out, there was a misprint in the programme because it wasn't red, it was ruby. Oh, oh ruby. Yeah. Don't take your love to town. And I could have bet on it, but I didn't bet on it. It came second, so I could have got second and third. Anyway, I didn't, but that's the way things go. That's the nature of punting, Mike. Certainly is. Um, At least you got to sing, which is marvellous. Yeah, which yes, brilliant. Yes, At that yes. time, we, we had a clip once. We had I had a chance to ask you about this, but yes. I think you were, you were working on talk radio, and I think you had a young producer, and you convinced him yeah. to let you sing the entire song. Can you remember what song it was? Well, it was, a, an oh, Elvis was it an Elvis song? song. It was an Elvis song, and you oh, yeah. sang. You didn't just do <laughs> the set. You didn't just do, just an do a little bit like that. You did the whole song. It was. Well, hang on, which song was it? We're all trying to remember. Uh, I'm looking oh, at it. I'm, I'm not falling I'm, in love. Was I, I, it? I, I no, it wasn't that. No, uh, no why? Don't start shouting. It wasn't that one. Only fools. Okay, so okay, it could yeah. it could have been um, could have been the one that uh, went to number trilogy. one just after he died because I'm big into uh, you know rock stars who become number one after they've deceased. So okay. it could have made it's an interesting yeah, take yeah, on yeah, someone's yeah. career. Isn't in it? fact, funny enough, you should <laughs> say that, fellas. Talk about stars who died. But my life therapy part of my life therapy regime this morning is oh, yeah. uh, sorry, not this morning, but every day. But I did this morning before I came here. Yeah. Is I. I uh, just can't help believe. That was well, the song. I just can't help believe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was yeah, the one. Right, yeah, yeah. And it's something about a hand, isn't it? You know, and yeah. your hand, hand so in my hand, and gentle, yeah. and your hand in my hand. But I, I don't think you. I think you were quite cavalier you, with the lyrics, as you often are. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. But that's that's. I tell you why that is. Yes. Yeah. To be honest, that's because I believe I could have written better lyrics for a lot of the songs I listen yeah, to than the than the. I mean, Bernie Taupin, who writes Elton John's uh, lyrics, made himself a multi-millionaire, got an award, got an Oscar. Yeah. Top guy. Okay. 
okay? People like him you admire. But some of the some of the lyrics you've heard in, in, in hit yeah. songs over the years are just pathetic. Well, look, I might just bring this on our team back in, in, in yeah. the studio in London. And, and mm. I'm not expecting miracles, but if you can find it, it's Mr. Mm. Parry uh, rewriting the lyrics to Do You Think I'm Sexy yeah. by oh, that's Rod right. Stewart. Yeah. That's so, right. yeah. Um, yeah. That's some would argue, even Rod possibly, mm. the lyrics that might come up with were better. They're yes. a bit near the knuckle. Yeah. But anyway, no. we'll, we'll see if we can find that for <laughs> you. Be right. that's got right. it, we'll play we'll, it well, well, Rod clearly wasn't that upset because, uh, you know, we later enjoyed a trip up to Glasgow to see the football. With you Mr. did, I'm sure you behaved yourself. With Sir Rod Stewart, I should say. Yeah, oh, yes. um, no, I was telling you about the, um, the life therapy, fellas. I lie on, I've got a very big royal blue couch at home. Okay. I mean, huge, it's huge. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's about five seats wide. Yeah. And I now lie on it a day on my back. Yeah. And I've, I've um, discovered Spotify, which you guys have probably known for oh, years. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it's easy. Yeah. You've got to, and I play an hour of Beatles or John Lennon music, and it completely therapeutes my mind every day. No, just, no, no, just lay there. And, and I'm telling you, yeah. I, I wish I could do it for 10 hours a day because I don't feel any better during the course <laughs> is of the 24 day. Is it ballads or is it what you go <laughs> what sort of stuff to go with? And listen, when you, you jig about sometimes. Listen, yeah. when, when, when you're listening to John Lennon sing things like nobody told me there'd be days like today, yeah. that does resonate a lot with my life, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and when you do that and you think about it and you go through it, yeah. then it, make, it, 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 it smooths and cools my ambience in Isn't life, it, you know? told me there'd be days like these. Nobody told me there'd be days like these. Nobody told me there'd be days like these. <laughs> strange days, days indeed. indeed. I'm not going to start Jesus Christ strange singing. Strange days, because I've had a lot of right, strange days. Right, yeah, a quick bit of Everton, because uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you were at the bridge on Sunday, but yeah. uh, if you were, you would have been pretty disappointed. I was expecting a much tougher game from your boys. To- totally agree with you, and I think what you'll find is there, Carlo Ancelotti has... I mean, normally he's a three-year man. Normally he's an upfront manager. He takes on a great club and makes it even better. My opinion is that Mr. Ancelotti has decided that at the age of 60, which he is now, he's taken on the Everton Challenge and he's going to turn them into a great team. He has literally squeezed the last drop of what he could get out of the squad he inherited. And I sincerely believe now he'll be talking in very serious terms with the owners of Everton Football Club to say, they've got to go. I want to bring these in. I think he's going to start a project which I am certain will end in utter and absolute success for Everton because I'm not being funny, but Everton are used to being a great club. They are used to winning things. They are used to making their fans think no, they that... They were one of the big five. Of, co- the of course, they, of, when the Premier League started, yeah, you're, sure. you're, you're absolutely right. Our chairman, with David Dean, was, was one of those who said, Let, let's make it. Spurs were one of the big five at the same time. Yeah. I've just got something for you here. This is a bit yeah. of research, Mike, you might be Okay, thanks in. very much, yeah. I mean, uh, did you ever get, did you get any back problems, Mike, ever at all? You ever had an issue with that from sort of sitting down for too long? I mean, it's a no. bit of a broadcaster's no, issue. No, 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 no. Back problems are not a problem with me. I've, I've got a particularly high door. Oh, yeah. Home. And you hang off it? I hang off it, yeah. I do. <laughs> really? No, I do. Honest to God, I do. Shouldn't you be and taller than me? Uh, no, 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 no. The, the other thing is, as yeah. I've told you guys before, because I self-medicate to make sure I don't catch the flu or the coronavirus, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm often lying backwards in my bath with my legs against the wall, which really? also helps, yeah. Okay. Not a very nice uh, image, a lovely image to, yeah. to, to, to think about. But Well, I asked that question because you'll be familiar with the uh, Hadza people of Tanzania. 
that to because the California universities have found that squatting or kneeling at work instead of sitting yes. would help stave off chronic diseases. They're yeah. anthropologists. They yeah. say, yeah, that has the people of Tanzania. I think yes. we've got one or two coming in Paddy's box uh, later <laughs> yeah. on. Yeah. They don't use furniture. Yes. Uh, and they were less likely to suffer from chronic ailments. Despite yes. remaining in resting postures, such as sitting and kneeling, for up to yeah. 10 hours a day. They're a lazy right. bunch, aren't they? Yeah. The hunter-gatherers did not show signs of the health conditions associated with a sedentary lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. But, but i tell you something about squatting, right? Oh, it's yeah. It's the end of Andre Villaboas, right? Yeah. I'm not joking. What? Well, you know, once a manager starts squatting, it means... It's only a matter of time. It's only a matter of time. I'm serious, because, because it's, a psych it's a physiological thing. Yeah. If you stand up tall and straight, you want people to look at you and see what you're doing. Yeah. When you're losing, you start squatting. It happened to Andrew Villaboas, but it also happened to the England rugby manager before Eddie Jones. What's right. his name? Stuart, oh, Stuart Lancaster. Stuart, Stuh Stuart Lancaster, yeah. who, who was a squatter. teacher. Yeah. He was a teacher who was suddenly made England rugby coach. He knew he was completely out of his depth. He didn't have a, a hope in hell of winning, and he started squatting on the on the touchline. Do you think it's just, a sort of, just, just like Andre Villaboas? When, when you see people squatting, yeah. going around, jumping on their haunches, so like, have a, have a, like, so like a bunny rabbit, they're yeah. finished. So basically have a flutter on them getting the sack next. You would put them, be, they should be head of the sack race without, if without in that shadow position. of a doubt what first time that? you see a manager Never squatting that, believe me he's down <laughs> funny if Carlo yeah, actually he squats this yeah weekend. if you see yeah. Carlo squatting you'll know <laughs> wouldn't you no, Carlo, That'd be good. Carlo won't squat he's 60 and <laughs> yeah. he can't he'll squat. probably he get up again no, so, yeah. 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 you'll have to go off to but Tanzania and meet the Hasda people I'm telling you that's something to watch for fellas honestly. we will we will it's one of my favourite supermarkets very significant yeah other supermarkets are available apart from the Hasda people of Tanzania my favourite supermarkets Morrison's actually oh thank you very much Mike anybody else anybody else Joe, John, what do you like? Anywhere you shop. Sainsbury's, Sainsbury's, yeah, yeah. Sainsbury's, yeah. Tesco's, yeah, Tesco, yeah. I, I yeah. should give Waitrose well, a mention, only, not that. Only the snobs ever go for Waitrose. Yeah, Andy, oh. your Harrods on, your Harrods all the way. <laughs> Harrods, yeah, that's there me. you are. <laughs> okay, so, Mike, have a listen okay. to this. This is you reworking the lyrics to okay. Rod Stewart's Do You Think I'm Sexy? And Sounds some might great. say improving them. So just talk, after you've heard it, tell us what you think. Sounds great. Yeah. Uh, if you think you have what it takes and you want to be one of the two challengers to give Anthony a run for his money tomorrow, then the song you need to work on is Do You Think I'm Sexy by Rod Stewart. Let me just give you a few bars of that. Go on then. If you think I'm sexy and you're done to love me, come on, baby, open wide. If you think I'm groovy and you want to smooch me, come on, baby, by my side. Pretty good. Yeah, I mean, you had really. It's as I said, touch near the but, knuckle. But at remember, times. I had to write those lyrics in point one of a second. Yeah. Well, look, we know so Rod. You've given me ten seconds. I might have made it. We know Rod tunes into talk sports. So if he is listening, maybe he can just tell us, give us a critique on your reworking yes, sure of, of, one of his top hits. That'd be absolutely brilliant. Brilliant. Well, Mike, right. lovely to see you lovely always. I love to see you guys. Thank you ever so much. What a brilliant, brilliant backdrop it is to your wonderful show. Thanks a lot for inviting me. In. Uh, good luck with your punting this afternoon. There's Mike Parry, the Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from Talksport. Charlie Baker, of course, from the warm up, and yeah. uh, sent in for me recently. Having Paddy Power, actual Paddy Power, next to me, I may as well have sat here and just put ten pound notes in his pocket. That'll be a better way of doing it. Yeah, yeah. 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 it would actually bet with Paddy Power. Much just give him the money. Yeah, you picked up something though, Charlie, that I hadn't spotted. Yeah. That uh, Paddy defying the dress code here in the box. Paddy's got jeans on. Do you know why? Because his mum's not here. <laughs> no, he said that. He said oh. he said his dad will let him get away of it, but his mum is not here this year, and she wouldn't have she it. Might be listening. So they are green jeans, this. which I've never seen before. <laughs> no, so I don't know where you get even get green jeans. <laughs> yeah, but he's got That's, them on. He's kept those after Would some kind of Paddy Power promotional yeah. thing. But if he stopped at the door, sorry, yeah. mate. 
Sorry, mate, you can't come in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am Paddy Power. All yeah. right, mate. Yeah, okay. you're right, you're in. So, yeah, I get it. we've just decided, me, you, Paddy, uh, and Andy, Charlie, yeah. we're going to buy a horse. Oh, yeah. And we're going to run it at Cheltenham next year, and it's called Elixir de Nuts, <laughs> and Rupert's going to commentate on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And call it Esprit de Large. It's amazing okay. that he got the name. It's very unlikely yeah. to actually come up with his own name. I mean, I don't think we'd get it past the people that, you know, <laughs> yeah. Has he been decisions. drinking uh, cocktails in Falaraki? Is that what it is? <laughs> I think it is a cocktail in Falaraki, yeah. It's one of those stop-offs on an 1830. You can drink this one it's blue it's predominantly blue yeah. drink yeah. but it's shot yeah it's shot have a shot, shot of the nuts have a, yeah, that's a, have a shot of that now, last night charlie you were at the paddy power house i was you? yes there's Tell a paddy power that. house party going on yeah. yeah every night this week where they you know they have guests on and they it's like a little chat show helen chamberlain yeah talk united the world's most famous talk united fan yeah she uh, presents it very very well do La- yourself down last night was <laughs> ruby walsh yeah very that's nice to meet ruby talk, yeah talkie. Full of stories, sorry. He doesn't support talking. He doesn't support talking. And I asked him about Newton Abbott because obviously Newton Abbott's got a race course. That's yeah. where I'm from. And he went, ah, oh, yes, Newton Abbott. We'd, we'd land at Bristol and then we'd get to Newton Abbott at 7.30 in the morning and there'd be nothing to do but go to the chip shop. <laughs> <laughs> what, Is he from <laughs> Chicago? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's uh, from Pakistan. <laughs> <laughs> Ruby Singh Walsh. Um, <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, and uh, anyway, so yeah, he was very nice. Yeah. Leon Dublin was on. Oh yeah, yeah. Was very nice. I mean, in a home, he tried to do. Did he do a home? Tried to sell the house. Did he do a bit of a? Did he do yeah. a bit of that? Bit of that, but I hope all the way up to the bedrooms. Did he do his trademark, Dion? When he does yeah, that's what he did. All, <laughs> all, all the way up to the bedrooms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it has become a like a sort of catchphrase for him. It, it has, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I'm sat there. You know, I'm, I'm a very funny man. I don't know if you know. Oh yeah, this I'm a comedian. Um, and uh, and uh, we sat you there. You didn't judge the room, Charlie. I didn't understand. judge the room. I went in. I'm there with Paddy Power, Ruby Walsh in a house sponsored by Paddy Power, building up to the Cheltenham Festival. And they were talking about food. You know, we got into the chip shop and yeah. all this sort of stuff. And I said, oh, I've eaten horse. I ate horse once in Kazakhstan. Yeah. <sighs> Silence. Yeah. Nothing. <laughs> Anyone else eating horse? Ruby? You ever eaten Ruby. horse? No. <laughs> no. Paddy? No. Paddy? I mean, you've heard Paddy. He can speak for as long as you want him yeah. to speak Just on any, on any subject. Off he goes. You ever eaten horse paddy? No. Right. So, uh, well, a ruby I understand because, you know, it's a bit like cannibalism, wouldn't it? He loves horses. Loves horses. Yes. You know. I'm not saying I don't love horses. No. I love all animals, but I also eat animals. So I was yeah. in Kazakhstan in a vodka and horse bar. Well, really? You, know, and, uh, you, had, you had two options, really. Yeah, when, in, when in Rome. Yeah. Uh, when in Aktau. <laughs> <laughs> when in Altimar. Was it raw horse? No, not Raw Horse. No, it's, some, it's not that show that's on in, I think it's very good, on yeah, in, in the West End. Very good, like a with the big puppet. That's a Raw Horse. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. Your wife My wife a... ate horse. I may have mentioned this before on the show, but we were in Japan yeah. in yeah. about 2004, and uh, she she decided to order the horse sashimi, the Raw Horse. Yeah. And she wasn't put off over the fact that I did Peter O'Sullivan right <laughs> And here she is, my wife. She's eating the lovely piece of horse sashimi in one last week at Newmarket, yeah. etc. You asked her how it was, and she went... Oh, yeah, yeah exactly. Fine. <laughs> Absolutely fine. Did I get a laugh out of Ruby, that one? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Absolutely it, they nothing. moved on very quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's good, Charlie. Real shame. I've show, got nothing on. so far. Sorry, go on. Go I was going to say, Charlie, show on Saturday with Max is going well, isn't he? Lovely. Saturday mornings, the game day warm-up. We have a lovely, lovely time. We do... Uh, we 
build up to all the games. Obviously, that's the main thing we do yeah. on a Saturday morning, but we try and have a bit of fun as well. People get a little bit like, this is I like the comedians that come on and talk about the service. Station. Yes, we try and have a, a, as many comedians as possible <laughs> on to make up for me being there. But um, we, um, <laughs> no, we have we do comedians not in cars talking about service stations and football. And, and we've moved on from favourite service stations because everyone was going T-Bay, Cobham, Beaconsfield. These three came yeah, up yeah. an awful lot. Right. Beaconsfield, have you ever been Beaconsfield service? Yeah, it sounds it's tremendous. It, I heard somebody talk so about good. it one morning. Oh, it's yeah. got Weatherspoons. You can stay there. Really? Yeah, yeah. Stay. It's got Travelodge, it's got Weatherspoons, got Nando's. Wow, I'm I've not sure Weatherspoons and a motorway service oh. is a great idea. <laughs> My friend has said you can have your stag do there. Really? <laughs> services? <laughs> the services. Anyway, the, National the National Obsession podcast oh, used yeah. to have its yes. end of season show at of course, a Trowel. Trowel services. Trowel services yeah, yeah. On, on, the, on the M1 North, yeah. Uh, just Big past, party just with all the, all the listeners. And then they changed the, the restaurant and stuff there. and it It's good. gone off the boil, is it? Yeah, you and, uh, also, since we've been in the National League, National League, yeah. uh, it, we, d we don't go north as much. No, so okay, it's that's a, true. A shame, yeah. I was going to say, you and John had a sort of special day out on Saturday, didn't it, with Tim Smashing. Vine? That looked fantastic. Yeah, in yeah, the next is. edition of the podcast, it is you and Tim Vine and, yeah. and John. Last John week, Cardigan. we met Jamie Reid, who's talking about his top scorer and my favourite player. Yeah. And this week, we went to Sutton United with Tim Vine, and he's a massive Sutton United yeah. fan. I don't know if you know. And the do you know their mascot is a giraffe? Oh, yeah, yeah. The giraffe had a face mask Oh, on. did he? Not, really? <laughs> not messing about. <laughs> Wasn't taking any chances. No, no. no. no I understand. So we had a lovely... We sat there. He we should be all right, because you're supposed to be a metre away from people, and he's like more than <laughs> yeah, a metre up. Love everyone. Yeah. We, we, have to temp we have to temper the language, but I understand as you walk through a lounge, you got heckled by a Torquay fan, I didn't did. you? I did. I got called a prawn sandwich bee. Yeah. Really? Let's just... <laughs> That's hard. For eating at the top table <laughs> yeah. by top table, one, of the, one of the talky <laughs> foot soldiers. We've changed. Yeah. <laughs> We've changed. We've got, since we met Jamie Reid, yeah. the 300 people who like our podcast really, really <laughs> have really taken a Guinness. Well, if you like a, if you like a National League podcast, which, is, which isn't at all talky focused, no, oh, then no. you'll enjoy um, the, the National Obsession It's podcast. at most 80% talk. It's, yeah, it's, <laughs> most. on a good day. <laughs> on a good day. So, Charlie, you're back at the weekend, of the course. Weekend, Saturday morning with the game day warm-up. Sunday morning, Glory Hunters. Yeah. And they say, yeah, we're well, having a lovely time. Loving talk sport. Lovely to be at Cheltenham. I'd like a winner. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. Back in uh, TalkSport studios in London. Um, uh, we, we saw him a little while ago. Uh, he did. Chatting about only fours and horses. And uh, who knows of the West End musical? You can never tell. But it's been a huge success. Huge success. Yeah, extended West End run. And joining us now, uh, the co-writer of the show, uh, with many of the songs, and indeed playing Grandad, Paul Whitehouse. Hi, Paul. I'm all right. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm so stuck in it now. I can't, that's all. That, that's how I talk. <laughs> you can hear it in my voice. I'm, I'm, I'm looking. I was listening to Simon Jordan earlier. I thought he doesn't get a sore throat, does he? And he never stops. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> it's it's gone great though, Paul. Is it when just before you started, you came and saw us, and we said, you yeah. never tell, can you? <clears throat> never tell what's going to take and what isn't. No, people, I mean it's not my love the show. It's not my world at all. You know that that West End theatre world. I don't know. Didn't know anything about it, but um, he's, what we've done is managed to reach the the TV audience. You know, the people who've loved Only Falls, and it's got through to them. And and uh, yeah, it's been it's been really successful, and it's a it's a joy to do, and uh, it's a privilege, really. You know, is it hard work though? Because I mean, you do what what you do to eight pages. Yeah, well, I mean, it's for an old fella like me. You know, <laughs> when you see the dancing I do, you know, and the handstands <laughs> and the backflips. <laughs> But no, it's a joy, really. But it, it, it takes its toll on the throat a bit. But um, uh, no, I love it. I absolutely love it. And uh, I can't moan about it. And of course, what it does is it means I don't have to watch Spurs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah on, on to that in a moment. Yeah. The, um, one of the other things is so many people who go to West End shows are tourists. They're probably not even familiar with Only Falls and Horses. But this must have a life beyond this. You say the TV audience have found it, but... You know, to do well with a West End show, people must be coming along without really not knowing the, uh, the, the kind of background to it and still enjoying it as a standalone show. Well, I, I don't think we get, um, you know, like hordes of tourists, but I do know we get people coming who bring friends who aren't familiar with the show and people from other countries who come courtesy of British friends. But, uh, I mean, I don't think we've made the leap yet, you know, where... Uh, hordes of American tourists to come in. Hey, ladies, <laughs> you're oh, is Trigger on tonight? You know, I don't, I don't, I don't think we jubbly. quite <laughs> lovely jubbly, cushy. <laughs> no, we don't. I don't think we've got there yet, but you never know. <laughs> now I must say, I uh, I started getting really addicted to the fishing show. I, I just thought it was the most wonderful bit of television. Ah, oh, well, thank you. Very uh, it really, much. you know, I mean, it's, it always sounds bad when somebody blows smoke like this, but it, <laughs> it's a brilliant show. It really is. The, well, he might be listening now, Bob. He's on yeah, tour. He's always got yeah. talk sport on. If only to shout at the radio, you know. But, <laughs> but just the relationship between you and also the beautiful places that you fish. Yeah, I mean, it God, is beautiful. And it's on, beautiful. it's on your doorstep. That's the yeah, thing, Andy. You know? Incredible. I mean, it's all there. It's the not, it's the not difficult to access. The why is extraordinary, oh. isn't it? Yeah, we don't want to talk it up too much because too many people go there then. 
Yeah, yeah that's, that's the problem, isn't it? Are you doing yeah. another series? Please say well, yes. Well, yeah, we are. We're, we're, um, uh, we've done a couple of episodes, and then I'm going to take a bit of a break uh, from Only Fools and do the rest of the series, and then I'll go back and do Only Fools if, um, if people are still going. Which reminds me, actually, um, Alan Brazil, uh, oh, I'd love to go to the show, Paul. I'd love that. It'd be great. <laughs> and David Seaman, oh, I would love to come. They didn't turn, no shows. They're no shows. Oh, really? Well, Alan, that's I, not a surprise. I but. know, but Ali McCoy said he'd have my Spurs ticket. I said, well, you'd have to come to the Theatre Royal Haymarket. No, he'd be there, Paul. Great. No show. <laughs> so there's only you two left. I'll get you yeah. tickets for the show, all right? Oh, we yeah, won't. No, I definitely won't. But, but Dave Seaman's a fellow angler. You think well, he would come think out he... of support? Yeah, I know. Shocking. Yeah. Shocking yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, so we said we'd have a look at the football. Uh, and um, it's it's a big ask tonight, isn't it, really? Uh, one nil down in Leipzig. Uh, we saw in the first game they're a decent side. They're actually stronger this side. They've got a lot of, a lot of their players back. Oh, no, it's it's, it's I... going to be a huge night. I, think. <laughs> I genuinely am glad that I am doing the show tonight. I really am. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Well, I mean, it's quite nice because I get home, you know, the time I get home from the show and I can usually watch a bit of football that's been on that night. But maybe I'll, uh, I don't know if I will tonight. Bergwijn's out apparently, and he's yeah, got an for the injury. Season, possibly. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it just seems to go from bad to worse, doesn't it? And, you know, I mean, you take those three players, Kane, Son, Bergwijn, out of any team or the equivalent, and they'd struggle, wouldn't they? So... Yeah, yeah, especially Kane, Kane and Sonny. Yeah, you know, I mean, yeah. Because when Kane was out last time, Sonny came in and he That's filled right. in really well for him. So that, to lose the two of them is a yeah. bit unlucky for Mourinho. It, it, but what really do you is. make of him? I know a lot of Spurs fans of my acquaintance are a little bit concerned. Well, I mean, he has had these, the, the two, our two, you know, if you like, sort of talismanic players, you know, out injured to deal with. So... It's, be, it's odd. I, I reckon he'd be great company if you went out for a night with him. <laughs> <But> <laughs> yeah. I don't know what he's like. I don't think it's Don Bele you think that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what I mean. He's, yeah, you know, yeah. he's probably very entertaining, you know, out of the game. But I don't know. I mean, people say that he's like, he's a, his record speaks for himself, but he's, you know, is he, is he from a different era? I'm not, I'm not really sure about that. Yeah. I think he's just a very confident man, and he? he knows what he wants, and he's not getting it at the moment. When but, you ask yourself that question, there, Paul, is he from a different era? I thought he got a bit wrong manager, didn't he? <laughs> oh, you know, another time, association <laughs> football. Should we get the bunting out? Marvelous. <laughs> now, other good news for fans of the Fast Show is that uh, you guys are coming back together to do a, a, a reunion, the wow, two-hour special, true? aren't you? Yeah, it's a, well, it's a, it's a one-off sort of celebration of 25 years of the Fast Show, but we were a bit lax, so it's 26 years. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> 26 glorious years since our first episode. And, um, it's, a, it's a kind of documentary, but we're also doing, we're doing talking heads as ourselves and as uh, some of the characters. So uh, oh, Ron really Manager fun. will be making an appearance and telling uh, us all the... Developments that have taken place that are killing the game over the past five years. Oh, it's killing the game, isn't it? VAR, <laughs> <laughs> it's killing the game. Well, you won't like VAR. No, oh no, not no. going to like VAR. <laughs> yeah. No, who does? <laughs> and here we are at Cheltenham. Paul, have you? Have you? Uh, do you like your racing? Do you ever get a chance to pop along? I have. Um, Honestly, Paul, was zero interest in horse racing. Absolutely oh, really? none whatsoever. Sorry. No, you've got to come Sorry. on. You, like, you'd still no, love I'd this. I'd enjoy the day out, I'm yeah, sure. But would. I think it's all those years as a kid, you know, if you weren't playing football, it was raining, you watch grandstand, yeah, and instead of football, yeah. it's horse racing. And yeah. I wanted to watch football. Hmm. 
Yeah. Killed yeah. your joy of it. Oh, oh well. Yeah. Never mind. Well, Paul, uh, lovely to talk to you. Just yeah. to let people know that your ex- extended uh, run to is the fourth time it's been extended. Yep. Uh, 27th of June, yep. 2020. Tickets now available for Only Fools and Horses. Uh, the Indeed, musical. and uh, it's, uh, it's a joy. It's a, it's a great show, I, yeah. even though I say so myself. And uh, thank you very much, guys. We're going to come and see it, Andy, aren't we? We are. We will definitely yeah. bring the wives and we'll Promise. come and say hello. Excellent. All the best. Yeah, All the best. Right. All, in, All the best, guys. Cheers. Bye. Take care. There's uh, Paul Whitehouse there. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport. There we are. That's uh, this afternoon's show. We return tomorrow. Oh, yeah. It's great fun, isn't it? From uh, one end, we'll have his notebook of the things that go on tonight. Yeah, we've already got some good stuff. Plenty uh, there. To, uh, yeah, that's what people have said to me today. So, yeah, that's good. So, look, we appreciate you listening. We're back tomorrow from uh, one here on Talk Sport and the podcast will return tomorrow around the same time. Have a great evening. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.